Locked on Boomer in the morning. Sportsnet 960 The Fan. Hour three of the program. We're into it. This show brought to you by Sundry Golf Club. Book your team at sundrygolf.com, the home of the 2022 Alberta Open Championship. Sundrygolf.com. Mike Commodore with us here in studio. Flames last night, 9-6, win it. Matthew Kachuk, three goals, three assists for Gaudreau, a couple goals for Coleman. Well, I mean, it's a three lot of Three points for Anderson, too. It's a lot of points. It's points, 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 points. A lot going it's on. points. As many points as uh, we, we expect that will kind of dial itself down a little bit. Please be joined by our next guest. He is, uh, I mean, he covers St. Louis Blues. It's the Cam and Strick podcast. You know him, you love him. He's Andy Strickland. Andy, good morning, man. How are you? What's up, boys? How are you guys doing today? Whew. Well, yeah, we're, uh, we're, we're a little exhausted, a little tired. It was a weird one last night. So we'll, uh, we'll, be, we'll be ready for game two tomorrow. We'll be ready for game two. Battle of Alberta. That was the uh, that was that was the battle of the worst goaltending I've ever seen. <laughs> yeah, it was it, it was not great hockey. It was uh, not great. It was poor goaltending for sure. But uh, I, I guess now for, from your perspective, is it entertaining? Because it's it's different here when you have a, a real rooting interest if you're a fan of the Oilers or the Flames. Um, well, of course it's entertaining because you get a lot of goals, but it's not like, um, have me jumping out of my seat entertainment. You're just kind of like, uh, what is going on? How are both teams scoring so much? Like what has happened to the goaltending? Like it, it felt more like a preseason game than it did a Stanley Cup playoff game just based on, I mean, it just felt like every other second there was a goal being scored. You just, you're not used to seeing that. I mean, is it entertaining? I mean, sure, everyone loves offense. Yeah. But at the same time, like, let's buckle it down, guys. Like, this is, <laughs> this is the Stanley Cup playoffs. Like, I mean, it, I mean, you can get excited in Calgary today, and uh, Edmonton can be excited because, you know, if they want, because they found a way to come back. But that is not a recipe to advance deep, deep into the playoffs and to win a Stanley Cup. So something's going to have to change there. And so, listen, if I'm a Calgary fan, you like it, you love it, but I, I think you'd love to see your goaltender um, be a little more prepared mentally and physically to, uh, to to shut the door. It's not like he was under siege and, you know, there's nothing he could have done about it and the defense wasn't great in front of him, whatever. I mean, defense wasn't great, don't get me wrong, but uh, those goals – can't go in in the Stanley Cup playoffs, so you got away with it in Game One. But I wouldn't, I wouldn't risk playing that way in Game Two. I feel sorry for the people that tuned in on ESPN. Like, what is this tournament? I am all, and then they're going to get a one nothing game the next night. I was going to say, oh, hey, if you watch goals, if you watch Dallas and Calgary last round. This wasn't even look, didn't look like the same sport from a week ago. But anyway. Uh, Let's walk through what we've been doing with St. Louis. You talk about goaltending. I didn't know that we would be sitting here talking to you in round two necessarily about Jordan Bennington, who's had a renaissance. Talk to us about uh, about Bennington back in the net and looking strong. Well, he's a guy who can flip a switch. I mean, he loves the attention. He loves being on the big stage. And, you know, like a lot of goaltenders who have done this in the past, who have won, like it's not a fluke when you win the Stanley Cup and you perform the way that he did. 
back in 2019. Uh, and then he followed it up the following year. I know he had 30-plus wins at the, at the pod. He was an all-star goaltender the following year. And, listen, this season was an off year for him. He wasn't very good. You know, he had lost nine consecutive playoff games prior to, uh, you know, his first victory in game whenever he, I guess, game three it was, game four against the Minnesota Wild. That was his first win in ten playoff tries. But, you know, this guy's really good, and he has the ability to lock himself in and, and get himself focused and get him in the right mental state of mind to where he's prepared to play under these circumstances when the pressure is at its highest. Um, I mean, he's already proven that he's an elite goaltender and just by winning the Stanley Cup all by itself. I mean, it's, it's you know, you don't just lose it, right? But, you know, goaltending, I've always said, is the most unpredictable position in all the sports. And there's something to be said about having a goalie who's been there before and who's done it. It gives you a sense of comfort. Um, with that being said, I would never be shocked if, if the series got out of hand and Craig Berube elected to go back to Billy Husso. You, you just never know. they got two guys who are capable of playing. And goaltending's changed, guys, in my opinion, versus what we – are accustomed to seeing over the years where you have your number one goaltender and he's the undisputed number one. And then you have your backup and the margin between your number one and your backup is so significant that you never even consider going to your backup. Well, nowadays to get to the NHL as a goaltender, you have to be so good. And these goalies are so good. Um, they're big, they're athletic. It, it, it's different. And I think we have to adjust a little bit in terms of how we view the position. But right now, it's Jordan Bennington's turn. He's hot, and he's the guy. Okay, so take us back to game one. Uh, I mean, it's obviously never one thing. It's a combination. But just maybe help us divide the pie if we didn't soak this in with a notepad in hand. Uh, Colorado doesn't get puck luck. Posts are ringing all night. Bennington's great. Or the St. Louis Blues are very comfortable rope-a-doping. Like, how how do you square that up, and what does it mean for game two for St. Louis? Well, the Blues better be better. They, they know they have to be better. They were not very good at all. They hardly had the puck. They didn't possess the puck. Their top players didn't show up, um, you know, outside of maybe Ryan O'Reilly and, you know, obviously Jordan Bennington. Bennington was the most competitive player on the ice for the Blues. There's no question about that. But O'Reilly, who didn't do well in the faceoff circle, um, was actually a player who, who, you know, he flashed on the screen, if you will, in the first period. Now, Shen, Tarasenko, Buchnevich, Robert Thomas combined in the regular season for 108 goals, okay? 230 goal scorers among those four players, all four with 20 or more goals. And they combined for zero shots on goal in game one. Now, I would put my money on my house or my house on the line that that will not happen tonight in game two. One of those four players will get a shot on goal tonight, okay? But, you know, listen, they looked overwhelmed. Um, they, they couldn't match the speed that Colorado was playing with, the pace that they played with, how they come in waves, um, how they transition so quickly. I mean, their counters are as good as we've ever seen in the NHL, really. I mean, you think about how quickly they turn nothing into something, and, and they're frightening when they come at you. And it's not just – um, the McKinnons and the Rantanens and the Cadres and the Landeskogs. I mean, you go deep down the line, lineup. It's Lakenin on their fourth line. It's, um, 
you know, Nachuskin, it's Berikovsky, it's it's all these guys. And then and then you get to the back end, which they don't get nearly as as, as much credit as they, as they deserve of, of how good they are defensively. Everyone talks about Kale McCarr, who I think is the best player in the league. I, I really do. I mean, the more you watch this guy, there's nobody that compares to him at his position. And how he impacts the game offensively as a defenseman, I truly believe he's the best player in the game. He can say McDavid and whatever. Well, sure, I mean, I'll give you that too. But this guy's right up there. He is so good. Um, and and listen, I mean, you talk about who's their best player in Colorado, I would say it's Kale McCarr. But the Blues didn't have any possession of the puck. Uh, they didn't sustain any zone time. They were just high-flipping it out of the zone when they ever could get a, you know, uh, possession of it and then what happens is now you change and the next guys that are coming out on the ice are automatically in a defensive position because you don't have the puck they could never get to their forecheck it, it was it was it was a bad game for the blues i mean jordan Kyrie scored to tie it up with 314 left in regulation and that was the last shot on goal the blues had in the game and they got outshot 13 nothing in overtime so um they're going to have to change things. And, again, like I said, they looked overwhelmed. They couldn't match or handle the speed. They've got guys like Kairou, Buchnevich, Thomas. These are the players that can transport the puck up the ice through the neutral zone. These are their skaters, if you will. They need their skaters to show up to find a way to match the pace of play that we know Colorado is going to continue to bring. And they wasted a performance by Jordan Bennington real quick, not to be too long, but they wasted that performance because he was exceptional. And you know it's only a matter of time uh, where Colorado is going to have their game, if not more than one game, where they score their five, you know, four, five, six, seven goals. So to, to, to hold them to two goals in regulation and tie it up and then not win the game, I mean, that, that was a missed opportunity for St. Louis because they truly could have stolen one which they had no business winning. Yeah. What's your read on Kemper at the other end? You need to get more than 25 shots, quite likely. But seeing the Cairo goal is maybe a little soft, getting under the pad. Uh, not that I feel like the Blues have a goaltending advantage necessarily, but I do wonder if, if the Avs are at all vulnerable, if it might be in net. Despite, Kemper's had a, he's had a fine career and he's put up some great numbers, but I do wonder if that's the, where you get to them. need more than 25 shots, though. Oh, yeah. Well, the Blues do have an edge in goaltending. <laughs> I don't think there's any question. I mean, Kemper's a good goalie. Um, how good? I don't know. We'll, see. we'll have to wait and see. I mean, this is the first time we've really seen him play meaningful games throughout his career, at least in a while. So he doesn't have to be stand on your head great for that team to win. He just has to be good. So can the Blues get to him? Well, we all know the answer to that. They can absolutely get to him. He's not an elite goaltender. He's a good goaltender. Yeah. But he's not a guy that's going to just win games on his own. Where in reality, that, that may be the recipe of what the Blues need and what it's going to take for them to win this series. I mean, they need Jordan Bennington to play the way he played in game one. They, they, they almost need him to play like that every game of the series, which is completely unrealistic. You should never expect your goaltender to have to, to play like that every night. And I don't know if he's even capable of doing that, even though he is locked in, like I said. But Dusty Kemper... He, he, he is what he is. He's good, not great, like like a lot of goaltenders in the NHL. There's only a handful of elite goaltenders, guys, as we know, and, and he's not in that category. Before we let you go, somebody texted in, I guess it was yesterday, wanting to know, is like, what, is this, what is the deal with Ryan O'Reilly's stick? 
And it is it's it's very it's a like a it's like a paddle almost with a hook at the end. <laughs> what what can you tell us about this stick that O'Reilly uses? It? It's been good to him, but what is that uh, twig that he's got What's going on? Yeah, he he's been I, I have one at my house actually. Uh that he gave my son for Christmas, and it's 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 unlike anything you're ever gonna see. And we've done a feature on this on television before as well. And I mean, it's interesting. That's what he uses. Listen, this guy's as good as any player in the league at getting underneath the opposition, lifting sticks and stripping pucks. And it's a big part of his game. And he's able to have this little hook at the tip of his blade. It's a relatively flat blade, and then he's got this tip, where or this hook at the tip of the blade, where it's it's legal, you know. It's not like it's illegal, but it's different than anything you've ever seen. And it, he's obviously very comfortable using it, where you know it allows him to, um, you know, get in there and 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 dig pucks out with his quick stick. And I mean, and his you know just natural instincts. Plus, even without the tip, the the the, the little you know hook at the tip, yeah. um, he, he he can get the puck from his forehand to backhand and get it up under the bar very quickly, as we saw in the goal that he scored, his first goal for the Blues in the game. I mean, it was uh, he can do that as well. You know, he's got that flat blade. People compare it maybe to Crosby's blade a little bit, but Crosby doesn't have that hook at the end. Can you go to a sporting goods store in, in St. Louis? Can I get the O'Reilly curve? Do they have those in stock? <laughs> yeah, give me a minute. i got a blowtorch here. I'm going to take this into the alley. <laughs> Uh, somebody can try to recreate that. I don't think you'll find that. Even with the sticks that you uh, that you see on the rack that say O'Reilly on it, they don't come with the hook. No. Last one for you. Uh, nice to see Bennington's resurgence. If you're if you're part of Blues management, I'm sure. Huso's a UFA. Uh, do, do, yeah. Walk us through the scenarios here, or is it hey enjoy it because he's going to be gone? Uh, which player will be gone? Why well, who so? What, go, yeah. Is is that is is that the case or not? What's happening here? And and is there dialogue? Probably, is there hope? Yeah. Probably. I mean, listen. I, I would imagine that Doug Armstrong, if he doesn't know already, has an idea of what he would want for Bennington. If anything, you know, going into the playoffs, if they were going to trade Bennington, they probably would have had to retain significant salary. Now all of a sudden, you got a Stanley Cup winner who's playing like a six million dollar goaltender. So if the Blues wanted to go down that road and trade Bennington, they could easily say, hey, listen, we're not keeping any money. Um, but, you know, with, with Billy Huso, I mean, I don't – listen, he, he's got so many options, guys, this offseason in terms of teams that need goaltending. He's going to get paid. And I would imagine that, that he's looking to explore unrestricted free agency just because of the, the nature of the business. I, I don't think he would want to come back here as much as he likes it here. And as, and as well as he gets along with Jordan Bennington, I mean, they get along very, very well. And Billy Houston is among the most non-threatening teammates you're ever going to find. This guy is so nice. Um, but I don't think he'd want to be here if Bennington is here, in my opinion, because he, he wants to go somewhere where he has the opportunity to be the clear-cut number one goaltender. He's probably earned that opportunity with his play this season without having a Stanley Cup winner looking over his shoulder where if you have a bad game, the other guy's going to come in and have a chance to, to carry the ball and run with it. So, you know, I would imagine just based on the nature of the business and where we're at, um, I would I would certainly think that Billy Huso will be headed to unrestricted free agency. But, guys, so much can change. Like I said, it would not shock me if we saw Huso come back into this series. I mean, what if this guy goes on a run and takes the Blues deeper into the playoffs and all of a sudden – management says, man, how are we going to let this guy go? And all of a sudden, maybe it changes the thinking. But as it sits right now, I would say Bennington will be here. 
could that change? I guess it could, but it's probably unlikely at this point. Enjoy it, man. Appreciate your time. What's happening with the uh, Cam and Strick podcast? <laughs> oh, we got some good stuff coming up. Yeah. Um, some surprises. Uh, we'll have some general managers. Current general. I don't want to say who because we're gonna we're gonna release that on Tuesday. A current GM will join us. Uh, we'll get the attention of a lot of people up there in Canada. Mm-hmm. Uh, we love our friends up there in Canada. All the, everybody in Alberta. You know, they're all excited. I like to see Canadians excited this time of year you know and you finally have some canadian teams you know doing some stuff obviously in the postseason um and you know the calgary flames are among my favorite listen brady kachuk's the most popular player on the flames just so you know <laughs> yeah we're loving him <laughs> here everybody's we're everybody's ready to a- make him the mayor he, he's a <laughs> big can, fan he's an adopted calgarian at this point he can hang around that's been good karma yeah i know maybe you guys should suit him up for the game too Still you know because he, he he would he would handle Evander Kane. He'd, he'd had no problem doing that either. <laughs> that was great chirping. Listen, I know Matthew very, very well. He's among the best in the league with his one-liners. You can only imagine what was being said in that penalty box with he and Evander Kane yesterday. So, But we've got some good stuff to get to your question. Great stuff coming up on the Canister Podcast. Don't want to release any names yet, but tune in every Tuesday. Uh, available everywhere you get your podcast. Very nice. Appreciate you, Andy. Enjoy the game tonight. Okay, guys. Take care. Andy Strickland, St. Louis Blues. The host, Blues reporter, Cam and Strick podcast. He and uh, Cam Jansen. Big guests coming. Mikey boy. Exciting. Get them where you get your podcast. Yeah. Uh, yeah, Kachuk. The thing, watching Brady right now, because already this season or this offseason, was he uh, at, at, at a wedding with the shirt off or he was behind the bar mixing It was drinks. in Ottawa at the end of the year, and I think yeah. he had the uh, suspenders with no shirt, yeah. bartending and dancing, and he had, like, goggles on or, like, a bike helmet. It was a bike helmet he was wearing. I mean, dude was flooring it. It was really good stuff. Yeah. I was impressed. I made this th- – this went through my head last night as I'm watching him with two beers in his back pocket walking up the stairs and crushing beers and cheering and doing all that. He's – there's a little bit of Gronkowski there. He's living his best life, yep. and a lot of times, it'd be, look at this young man. He's a he's a face of that franchise. He shouldn't be out there drinking and boozing Screw and doing off. all of this. It's like, oh look at look at Brady Kachuk. He's just having fun. Everybody loves Brady Kachuk. There's a little bit of Gronk there. I feel like we're not going to have to convert Kami on this topic. No, no, I love it. I just met him the other day there in the red lot. He was up on stage, yeah. throwing t-shirts. Of course, he was into it. So I met him real quick there before he went into the arena. But I don't. I think it's awesome. He's having a great time. It's. I mean, what's he like? What do you make of him? You know what? I, it's, it was literally. Hey, how you doing? Hey, Mike. Nice to meet you. Hey, Brady. Nice to meet you. Good luck. Have fun in there. Have a couple beers for me. Uh, <laughs> that was that was literally it. Said hi to his dad real fast, and, and they were gone. But uh, you know, seemed like a good kid. Likes to have fun. I mean, it's that time of year. What else is he gonna be doing? Sitting at home. Working out, well, maybe you got you got yeah. I mean, I guess maybe mix in the odd <laughs> run around here. We got nice trails to go running on Brady if you want. Yeah, uh, but yeah, it's good for the mind. Have fun. I mean, your brother's playing, so I think it's great. And what if kind of jealous? People seem surprised that he's supporting his brother. Like, oh my goodness, have I you ever seen him. this? A professional athlete, uh, the bro- you, you know they're, they're you do. They are brothers. Mm. You realize that. And the reason it's noteworthy is he's also an NHL player. I'm sure there's a lot of Good brothers who have gone on the road when their brother has been and got loaded and partied, but are an accountant. And right. we don't care because right. whatever. It's because he is, is he the captain of the Ottawa Senators? Did they, get, they gave him the C, did they I'm not? Pretty sure they did, didn't yeah. they? 
Get the captain of the Sens just getting loaded in the stands here. Wonder what Pierre Dorian thinks. Uh, not sure. Get out of there. Is well, that, and you know what we don't need to worry about is tamper? what Pierre Maguire thinks now because he's no longer. That's true. Oh, Isn't my, that a shame, Mikey? My your boy. boy. Yeah, I'm really true. torn on that. Yeah. <laughs> not surprised it happened, but you know the Ottawa Senators. I thought did us all a solid. I got, thought so too. Got my boy Pierre off TV, and they couldn't <laughs> handle him for not even a year, and now he's back. Good God, he's back yet. See, Where's I the mute uh, button? I haven't been around comedy for a while. I kind of forget who's on that bleep oh, list. Come on. I know who's at the top of it. We all know who's at the top of yeah. it. It's a kinda, short list, but yeah. Pierre's on it. Yeah, that's true. He is. Pierre's yeah. on it. He's probably in the three hole. Bad memory. <laughs> three hole. Yeah. That opens yeah, up a serious uh, silver medalist here. I need to find out. <laughs> yeah, so. Uh, yeah. You don't need to air your dirty laundry. No, you don't. Oh, no, By no. all means. I'm do it on Twitter. Might as well do it on the radio. <laughs> Uh, in the two holes, Scott or Neil. Oh, right. Yeah. Right. Nobody really knows about that because we're in Columbus and nobody seems to care. But yeah, Scott or up there. The short lived head coach of the Columbus Blue Jays. Very Jackets. I think short. he was with the Rangers a couple of years ago running their D Rangers, or something. Rangers. Like yeah. yeah. I don't know. He wasn't running anything well, I'll tell you that. <laughs> now he and goes he to Washington. Holes, and what, what happened in Washington? They're losing there now, too. That guy is a loser. <laughs> Scott Arneal, what a scumbag. <laughs> love love you, Tommy. Oh. Hey, but it's a short yeah. list. Hey, I, I love most people. Of course you, you get do. Along, this people. is the thing. You get along great with most people. Yeah. If someone's going to rub you the wrong way, they're probably a Richard. I believe mm-hmm. that. Keep the list short. There's only three in the hockey world. A couple so, others, but uh, I don't want to get into that. Yeah. But, yeah. So how is your Twitter thing? Because you were a big deal there. A lot yeah. of people paid attention. Now there's so many people on Twitter. It's become a big thing. It, yeah. Mikey would have nine beer and then start tweeting, and then it'd be or he'd be uh, driving an Uber. It'd be a thing. Blasting, blasting uh, Babcock when his team flamed out in the first round. Yeah, yeah. I was actually really hoping the Leafs would make it to the second round, just purely because of that. But <laughs> uh, you know what? I, I had to kind of pump the brakes on it once uh, my buddy Babs there got fired. I was like, I mean, hey, that was a long. Uh, that was a four years. That was a pretty lonely battle. Getting on a, Twitter. It was a crusade. Guys are messaging me, hey, you should roast him again. I'm like, all right. And anyways, I would do it on my own too, but I got every Leafs fan calling me a pylon. And, oh, yeah. Well, and you know what, though? They all came around by the end. They did. No, they were, yes. And I remember hearing some people in our line of work in yep. Toronto talking about, this isn't professional. You don't do And then by the end of it, they were like, hey, do you think you could slide Kami's number? We'd love to have him on now that Babs oh, has been. Course, oh, yeah. yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. So you warmed up. Yeah, hey, maybe Kami was right, huh? Yeah. Yeah. The guy that at his introductory press conference, third person himself, like three times. Oh, that is a huge Now, you were here, flag. right? Weren't you doing the show here with us? Yeah. When that happened, I came over the next day a little hungover. Because I remember there was uh, when he got fired. When he got fired, okay. I, yeah. I was I was, he was on afternoons. He was filling in. Yeah, or, or, you know, he was, was one of the guys. Of two weeks strands. Yeah. yeah, or and tra- I uh, stretches. There was some high level concern. Oh, well, what's over? What say? to? Uh, oh dear, uh, Mike. Ho- he's currently doing mornings in Calgary. Oh dear. Uh, just uh, just uh, well, curious what Mike will be doing. I'm like, I'm the, talk to Mike. I don't know what he's going to be doing. Yeah, you know, we just kind of want to keep it within the boundaries of good taste. Uh, yeah, yeah, because we know it's, uh, you know, well, he's not an employee, so I mean, yeah, I, yeah, yeah, we understand. Just you gotta get. But I thought you, we get, we had the little. It was good. Little period there, you kind of right did at your the thing. beginning. Yeah, four I, or five I, minutes. Yeah, got it off your chest. Went through the story. It's in. It's a little bit. That didn't include everything, but yeah. I went through it there. That was a good day, boy. I remember that when I got that text. <laughs> Did message. you just 
immediately start crushing doubles? Like, what was... I didn't have anything in my house except for wine, and I was about to have a nap because <laughs> I wasn't used time? to getting up at 5.30 in the morning. I was literally about to lay down on the couch and have a nap, and my phone buzzed, and it was Teddy Purcell. Yes. And he said, you see the news? And I'm like, oh, my eyes are like half asleep, like half closed. I'm like, no, what are you talking about? He's like, Babs got canned. And I was immediately, I was like, no way. Second wind. And, yeah. I was wide awake, and I went straight <laughs> to that bottle of wine, and I crushed it, and I didn't stop. Got to bed early though. I was here on time. You were on time. I was on time. I'm yeah. sure. That's one of the things about starting early. About that too. You can finish early if you start early. Yeah, sometimes. I right, yeah. I got a lot of sleep. <laughs> sleep. Sleep, sort of. <laughs> well, the Flames win game one last night. There will be a game two tomorrow. Why don't we do that thing that we do? Just hit that button there, and we'll do that thing with. Do you want to sit lower bowl at the Saddle Dome to see your Calgary Flames? Here's your Flames playoff code word. Johnny. With a Y. Because there I saw not, not an I, it's Y. With a Y at the end. Text it in 960-960. Code word today. Code word tomorrow. And somebody will get the call. Their phone will be buzzing. It won't be Teddy Purcell. It'll be some of our promotions <laughs> saying you've got lower bowl seats to game number two. Oof. Let's do that now at 960-960. We got our giveaway for Green Drop still to come. What you want to talk about? Flames Talk after nine. Kevin Woodley. More with Kami when we come back. Sports that 960, the fan. You're locked on Boomer in the Morning, Sportsnet 960, The Fan. Show rolls on. My Commodore in studio. Now, Great I was, tunes this morning. Oh, we're bangers. Oh, yeah. Nothing but love straight it. bangers. I was asking you what you were, no, it, it, off the top of my head, are you, uh, did you step up? Are you a big deal now with the Flames alumni? Is that what... Did I hear this correctly? Oh, you did hear that correctly. That's right. Good for you, Michael. Yeah. Got pressured. Finally, Dana Merzen can get some sleep Finally, at night. yeah. Dana ran, yeah. The, for people that don't know, uh, the uh, Calgary Flames Alumni Masters Golf Tournament, which is next week for CP Kids and Family. Dana Merzen ran it from the get-go. Yeah. 22 years, 20-some years. And uh, I would say that's considered... Enough. <laughs> Did it enough? Yeah. For 22 years of running a golf tournament. Uh, so, yeah, he, he was stepping down. Actually, for the last seven years or what, since I've kind of been here as an alumni, he was every year, he was like, hey, if anybody wants to take this over, uh, I'm good. And there was nobody, nobody. And then finally he said he was stepping down. So I decided to step up because I love golf. And then my first call was to Mr. Robin Regeer because I know some of my limitations mm. and organizing and when you mix in computers and spreadsheets <laughs> yeah, yeah, and yeah. trying to keep track of things like that digitally, I am like the game last night. Trash. <laughs> I remember Robin when you, you had to learn Excel not. for one job and you were pulling your, you were losing your mind online. Uh, it was like, it ruined your life trying to learn Excel for like a month. Yeah. Awful. Then I just stopped using it. I didn't get any better. You're like, sorry, I need a sidekick. No, I, I can't, I can't handle that. I don't know what's going on. So on the flip side of it, Robin Regeer is a family man, a 
business owner. He's got things dialed in. He, he has a nice schedule. He's on top of things. So I basically begged him to uh, help me out. He said an immediate yes. So Robin and I are uh, running the golf tournament. Now, you're not saying he's a nerd. No, you just said that, Dean. No, I am not going okay. that far. Yeah, I, mean, I, I don't want to be – I can't be saying that. Because sounds like I'll you're, you know, I'm good partner. with I'm good with people, and I like to kind of mix it up and no, chop Robin, it up with everybody. Robin is but I definitely need, not a nerd. He's I need just, someone who can do a computer and spreadsheets. And you be careful, dude. He's a he's a very smart, organized, fun guy. You're he gonna was. get hemskied if you're not careful, dude. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> no, he's got a. It's uh, everyone has a different path post career. Mm-hmm. There's the Mike Commodore path. That's yeah. a good one. I like Which that is, one. Then, live like you're 22. Oh yeah. God, that's that one. And then there's the Reg. And then there's I'm the gonna get right into business. I'm gonna yep straight into business. Wants to work is like knows what he wants to do. Yeah. More importantly, is like working, working. He goes great. up north, and yeah, no, he's got it all together. So, needless to say, I was thrilled when he said yes. So uh, yeah, him and I are running the golf tournament next week. I didn't even know it was next week, to be honest. Oh my gosh! Come on now, we're supposed to be pumping it up. So this is me pumping it up. Good, nice. There's Good an online there. auction. We actually made a lot of cha- or. So with COVID, I mean, there was a lot of stuff I didn't enjoy with COVID, but one of the things with the golf tournament is we kind of figured out what works a little bit better. Uh, so we changed things up a little bit. We moved a, uh, there's an online uh, auction. All the money goes to CP, CP Kids and Families, which uh, on their Build-A-Bike program, which for people who haven't seen it, and I had never seen it till I started playing in the tournament, but um, building these bikes for, Cere- or for kids that need it with uh, CP, Cerebral Palsy, it's actually amazing. And you cry the first time you saw that go down, the handoff of the bikes? That, that gets guys yeah, in feels apparently. Yeah, yeah. I definitely had some, uh, my eyes were definitely wet for sure. It's, you know, couldn't imagine not really being able to do a whole lot. And you get on a bike and you're riding a bike. Your life comes time. alive, yeah, right? Yeah, 100%. So uh, they do great work there. And so we're trying to raise some money. I did a little recruiting, actually. Oh. Yeah. Who, who'd did you a bring in? recruiting. Really? Who'd you bring in? Bringing in, uh, I would say, uh, the best player that's ever played here. I mean, there's other guys in really? the argument, but okay. yeah, Mr. Jerome McGinley wow. is coming. Wow. Yeah, I had to stay on him a little bit. It's a bit of a name drop. Yeah, a little bit of a name drop. Picking him up at the airport. It's like I'm driving for Uber next week. <laughs> Back in the old hotel. Yep. Glove hey, Jerome, whatever you need. Well, I was curious how you were going to get Ole Yokenen to come all the way back. Because oh, <laughs> I see his life. He's living the good life in Finland there. Coaching. Ole Jokinen. He's in Florida, actually. God, I used to hate playing against that guy when he was in Florida. Yeah. He was just one of those guys that looked at him and he pissed me off. <laughs> Not that he even did anything. Is it knowing that he, he could looked. grow he, hair despite that he told us he was bald for 15 years? That was the weirdest thing we saw. And you should he, see him now. It's a just hair. You're like, what's huge, going on here? He's what got are hair you? Now? Yeah, I thought Dude, he was like, bald. Down to his elbow, like his shoulders. Oh, really? Lots of it. I haven't seen a picture of him in forever. Yeah, he just took it's it down. It's going to mess your brain up. It's, wow. it's, you're not going to sleep today. It's going to screw your day up. God, I think right now, here, let me do it. I hate that guy on the ice. He was good, too. Holy Yokinen. Look at this. Look at this crap. Good. That's good for radio. What the hell's going on here? Very effective. Uh... Anyway, yes, Ole Okunen can grow hair. That's uh, that's what we're telling you. Oh, he's got nice hair too. Now there's some. I need to. Uh, we're going to give away the uh, the beautiful basics package, the Buzz Boss package, all within Green Drop. Our buddy with Green Drop has come through for us, our <laughs> backyards. Uh, Ryan, I'll tell you what. It, mine's only going to be so good. I got dogs and they're tearing everything up. But but what isn't dead? Or or a four de- a four foot deep hole 
It's going to be very lush. Driving. It's going to be wonderful. Green Drop's um, great. They helped me out, too. That's right. Yeah, they that. were nice. I sold the place now, but they were great. Yeah. Now, I've been, we've been talking about uh, the beautiful basics package. They come. There's overseeding in the cell. All of that. They take care of all that. All you got to do is water it and just mow it. Easy. It's easy stuff. Now, there was the Buzz Boss, and I said they come and they take care of the pests and all this thing, and I think I would said, uh, you know, with the bees and that, I do need to clarify. We, <laughs> we love bees. And Buzz Boss. They're leaving the bees alone, Dave. They also love bees. They're not doing anything with bees. We need bees. Bees uh, pollinate, which then uh, give you the green flowers, uh, which create oxygen. We need mm-hmm. oxygen to Sorry live. To and yes, exactly. mumbling. So we need bees. Oh, okay. Rest assured mm-hmm. that if you hire Green Drop and get Buzz Boss, those bees are just fine. That's comforting. Bees. Very bees! Bees! Visit greendrop.com for a beautiful weed-free lawn. It's always beautiful outside with Green Drop. Now, here's uh, how do you win, you're asking? Well, how do we do? Uh, 960, 960, text in the right answer. We're getting all nostalgic yesterday, going back to 1991. All of us found an old movie mm. that uh, kind of made me laugh. Who is the Canadian star of the movie, Freddie Got Fingered? <laughs> if you know. See, I know this one. This was my boy. If you know, if he was Ottawa, right? He had yep. the, the little, little cable TV yep. show, got picked up rap. on MTV. <laughs> Well, and first it was, I believe it was, was it Much that got him first? It was another channel in Canada, but he went national here, then got picked up by MTV. We used to pause parties in high school to sit and watch that, what I think was a half hour show, and then resume the party afterwards. It was that must watch and like one of a kind and unique. It is. House parties would halt for half an hour. To this day, and I'll, like, you watch The Office or whatever, oh, it's cringy. There is nothing more cringy Mm -hmm. than. What he would do, yes, on camera, like so, a cell phone into the corpse of a oh. seven-week-old oh, yeah, dead it's, it's, raccoon, it's and then no hey, good, we got yeah. a free cruise for you. You can answer this phone. Oh, sorry, you missed the last ring. I got it now. I got it now. <laughs> and you can win the prize package from Green Drop. It's always beautiful outside with Green Drop. Uh, did you? Uh, did you say during the commercial break that mm. there's some uh, some news from the National Hockey League in we, terms of? Uh, we are in awards nominee announcement season, finalist season. Oh, yeah? So we heard about uh, the Lady Bing and the Pinder Report. We've Salky nominees are out. Vesna, we know. Hart, all that. The Jack Adams finalists have been announced. Two poor saps and Daryl Sutter are the finalists for the Jack Adams, Dean. So this is a, a fait accompli. This is why I even bother having... A vote? Is that what you're saying? No, they're going to have to vote to find out who comes second, who comes third. I see. I mean, this actually <laughs> is a result of the voting, but these are the three highest vote receivers. Vote getters. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, you can build cases for why it's been good years for Gerard Gallant, Andrew Burnett, but let us recall what this award is for, which is, we didn't think this team was going to be good, and oh my God, they're really, really good. That's who wins this award almost every single year. This is Daryl's, baby. I don't think it's even in question. I don't either. Yeah, and look, if Gerard Gallant didn't have the Vesna winner, stronger case. If Andrew Burnett's team wasn't expected to win that division, stronger case. Yeah, they didn't perform 
considerably better or differently than when Joel Quenville was at the controls. Right. And the Rangers probably a little ahead of schedule to what we thought. But then again, if you told us they were going to have the best goaltending in the league by like the biggest margin since a Hasek heart season. Yeah, that makes sense. Flames had one of the best seasons in franchise history. Only half the roster having career years, coming, Just half. So probably the whole decor. Both goalies, although one's hard to play in the league. And what, six, five, six forwards out of the forward group? Careers. Just that's it though. That's that's all. Terrible year last year. Expectations, I would say, overall around town coming in when looking at the roster <clears throat> were fairly low. What was it? A fifty fifty they're a playoff team or not, or less? Well, for me it was way less. I thought they were gonna be awful. And I was completely, completely wrong. It had that been great. There were ingredients where it could have gone sideways. Could have gone sideways. Like there was enough weird stuff last year and contractual stuff looming that there was some, if this goes off the rails, it's going to be magnificent off the rails, but it didn't at all. They, they lost their first two games of the year. They outplayed the team at five on five, both those, and then went on the road, two long road trips, destroyed the competition Dominated. early. And you're like, okay, they're going to be competitive. That's Daryl hockey team. That's a Daryl team. How could we ever doubt Daryl? So congrats already in order. Yeah. Congrats, Daryl. Jack Adams. We might have to soak a few uh, PWHPA members or whatever. Is that how it goes? I don't know. Yeah. I mean, we'll see how the voting goes, but it shouldn't be close at all. shouldn't be. I totally agree. Like, we're in the market. I get that. But, you know, if, if anyone tries to tell you, oh, it's Calgary, you know, it's late in the, the market. Do you remember people saying that about the Geo year? It was a landslide. People were really nervous that Calgary was just too off the map for Geo to win the Norris, and he deserved it. But, you know, those Eastern votes. Landslide. Yeah. I think the same thing's happening here. His brother Brian has one of those. One with the St. Louis Blues back uh, in the day. Yeah, that's right. There you go. Uh, the answer to the question, who was the, the star? The, uh, the who, Canadian The star. Canadian, the, the, the face of the movie, Freddie Got Fingered. Daddy, would you like some sausage? It, of course, Tom Green. Canadian and cringy. To no end. And uh, very short-lived husband of Drew Barrymore. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Short stint. Yeah. Didn't he also, <laughs> when, when he, because he had testicular cancer, and didn't they do the operation, like, Probably live, live? or something. Yeah, his nuts were definitely. Yeah, it was different. something like that. Like, no, no shame. Just, it's all. It's all right. Not boring with him. Never boring. No, never boring. Uh, so I'm going to have to go through. There's a bunch of correct answers to, to all of you. Thanks for texting in, by all means. Uh, if you get a text from us saying you're the winner, you're the winner. If you don't, you're not. Is that all right? Is that going to work? Well, I sent in the right answer. You probably just haven't got back to me, Dean, because I think I'm the winner. Oh, we'll, we'll pick a winner from one of the correct answers. Okay. And we'll do it that way. We'll get after it that way. The uh, do you want do, should we start doing the thing now because we you got Kevin Woodley coming up and I don't want to I'm looking at these auction items for the, the alumni golf tournament. Well, uh, tell me more. It's not even open yet. I'm ready to start bidding. They're not oh, letting yeah. me come. When no, can I start bidding yet. on this? Uh, next week, the 24th. Oh baby, what's the website address? Well, I, See, Elevate this is Auctions the stuff that is Robin's hosting good it. at that I'm not. And here's the thing that that most humans are now good at. They realize if you just say into your phone or ask Google or Siri, whoever your yeah. girl is or your guy, whatever, uh, just say Flames Alumni Golf Tournament Silent Auction. Done. Here we are. Perfect. Boom. Good Easy. idea. Links right there. First thing, boom, in. Look at this. A night stay at the shooting Fairmont. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's some, always some good prizes. Good golf in there. Dinner for two. Gift cards. Tequila tickets. trip. Is there a tequila trip there? There's lots here. I'm just sifting through. Didn't you do that? I did do that. You won that, right, at a solid auction? Uh, 
Well, yeah. Okay. It, but yeah. One and silent auction. Yeah. See, that's that's a point of contention. Yeah, that was right before do you COVID. Win or do you? Right after our Miami trip. Oh boy. Went Miami trip, tequila, Mexico. Couple days here, and then COVID. That's right. That was an interesting. You needed two a little weeks. break, though. I think. Yeah. yeah. Maybe not yeah. a two-year break, but you could have <laughs> used a little cool down after that. A little cool down. So did did El- we uh, did we know about the when you have coincidental penalties and somebody else takes a penalty, if the captain can tell the ref uh, this player's coming out first? Because that was the whole controversy yeah, last night. That wrinkle night. was not talked about in the building. I'm sure in the broadcast that was something. Yeah. Because uh, even on the broadcast, they didn't bring bring it up. But if you recall, Shillington has taken a penalty, and then Kane and Kachuk get coincidentals. But when the two minutes is up, instead of Shillington coming out of the box, because coincidentals, you wait until the stoppage in play. Instead of Shillington come out because his minor is done, Kachuk comes out and then uh, scores. So it was like, how the, how the bejeebers is this working? Mm-hmm. There was a three penalties called in a play, or were two coincidentals and the other was a separate one? That's I guess NHL I rule. You know what it is? It's sixteen point two. Well, there you go. When the minor penalties of two players of the same team terminate at the same time, the captain of that team shall designate to the referee which of such players will return to the ice first, and the referee will instruct the penalty timekeeper accordingly. There you go. Wow. I, I can tell you, I had never seen that before. I had no idea. I had absolutely no clue. I was sitting there watching it, and I was like, "Why is Kachuk?" Out of the Why penalty box. Because I thought, right? Exactly. Is that, yeah. is that a new rule? Maybe. I don't I think I guess so. we don't know. But with the coincidentals, like you just said, I thought it would be. Probably Shillington had the. Yeah, it was Shillington's penalty. penalty yeah. When, yeah, when two minutes are up, he comes out. Okay. And you know what? I did not know that. That's why, That's how you win a Jack Adams right by there. knowing that stuff. That's yeah. Right. Guess, yeah. Congrats, yeah. Daryl. We don't know the rule book, Daryl. Yeah, congrats on that. Time for what you want to talk about. It is brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. Do you own a pharmacy? Find out how Calgary Lock and Safe can retrofit your locks to meet the new mandates. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Uh, does Pinder want Vladar to start tomorrow? No, I'm good. Markstrom possibly cannot handle this workload. Well, I'll tell you what, Kevin Woodley's coming up next. Why ask a dope like Pinder when you could go to a goaltending guru from In Goal Magazine who wonders if they've found a little something on Markstrom or should we throw this one away entirely? We discuss in 10 minutes. Get it tight, right? Glove hand, right? Right over here, right by your ribs. Get it right by the ribs. I don't know if we're going to see that happen again. It's not like Mark, a six spot. It's not like Markstrom's new to the league and in year whatever it is in his thirty year old season. Oh hey, maybe what we realized is um, he's actually been wearing two blockers. Did anyone not yeah, pick this up? <laughs> uh, what if there is no captain? Oh, stop being shut. Up. Stop being all uh, serious. Come on now, you would talk to one of the alternate captains. That's what how that would. Uh. Somebody texted that in? Yeah, people. You know, just people like yeah. that. Uh, bucket bit. tippers. This might be a question for Brian. We could pass it along. Or Brian. This, somebody wants to know if they aerate their lawn before or after the Flames score 10. Right. Well, probably. <laughs> There's certain times that it's like, yeah. well, I don't know if I do that yet. Or like, well, you want to get ahead of this. Thank you for listening for weeks on end. I appreciate that. We love having <sighs> 
Yeah, we do. Uh, we do appreciate that. Uh, Dean, I didn't get the text telling me I'm the winner. Should I just call in or come on down to be sure? We can hit up Red Lobster afterwards. <laughs> no, don't come Red down. Lobster. Dean's waiting. He'll hang around. Don't come catch down. him walking out of the building at about uh, 9, Red 10 Lobster. every morning. I just treat- come down, say hello. He's very social. Does Kami still have Sideshow Bob hair or just Pinder right now? It's just me. Yeah, Pinder looks the best I've ever seen him look right now. Oh, really? Wow. Yeah, you look great. You. I like those Jeez. long locks. I'm not going to shower for another couple of days then. It's part of the vibe. Let it go, yeah. It well, didn't take see. long. I knew it was coming. Did Pinder wear red or the leather jacket? I wore red. I wore no leather jacket. See, I can't tell if you're being honest I'm or being not. I'm being honest. There's more there, though. There's more to the story? Peer pressure is a son of a... And really? I got into what you'd been talking about. A jersey. <laughs> did, did you? I'm sorry. Did you get... I didn't want to. My wife was now saying I'm getting texts from strangers. There's talking on the radio about how you won't wear a jersey. Friends take care of friends. Friends look out <sighs> for friends, Ryan. Did you, did you have to go buy one or did you dig no, through there's, your... there's enough around. I figured there might be. There was one that I saw, and I'm like, mm, don't know if I'm going to send that message around to the dome, but no. uh, yeah. signed too by a guy. Well, good for like, you. A little off the rails. Good for you. And look what happened. One of the most exciting, crazy games well, in uh, here's, crazy, crazy. We'll, we'll test the theory. Uh-huh. Why don't I wear it on Friday? The, another nine, right? I mean, it's, Yeah. It's, We've got to keep it peasy, going. Easy lemon squeezy. It wasn't Ottinger, guys. It was me. I'm sorry. Too bad the old red lot wasn't going yesterday. People would have been disappointed. Yeah, so, eh? yeah tough one. Uh, now, what was it? Lightning threat or wind or wind. rain so, or what was it? It was swindy. Swindy, yeah. yeah. You don't want that thing falling over. No, now, you'd no. been at it. I've only seen it from the backside from walking around the dome, Mike. Well, yeah, give us the, I was there on describe game for us. seven. Yeah. Well, it's a stage and then a tent, and there's a bunch of kind of tents over the vendors and everything. And it was howling yesterday. So she was a vendor. Canceled due to high winds. High winds. Mm-hmm. Uh, high and damaging winds. Home. Damaging yeah. winds. Yeah, that's right. Mm, hurtful. Yeah. <laughs> it was blowing. Did Pinder, uh, were you ready to start the wave at some point? I like, was up, watching. Up by two in the third. Was it, it was would eight, you have allowed six, it or? and I was standing atop the 200s looking down, and there was a bunch of turds trying to start. I'm like, well, I mean, at least you waited this long. I'll give you part marks. But I was not leaving until uh, that puck went in the empty net. That that is when the, it was greenlit for whatever you want to do. I do like the popcorn throws though. The whole bags, that's beautiful stuff. Yeah, I don't know if you're good. catching that on TV after the goals. Huge bag of popcorn. Popcorn flying. I didn't didn't see that. Might have might have been the empty netter. Might have been the Rasmus goal. There was a big popcorn explosion in one section. It's great. Missed the show yesterday. Did we get a damn boy? We did. <laughs> you kidding me? We snuck in a damn boy at the end. So I guess, you know, you wear the jersey and we'll do the, the tomorrow. Yeah, well, yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Uh, somebody asking about your uh, your golf. How are your golf lessons? Are you taking golf lessons? Are you? Uh... <laughs> What's your number right now? Index? Yeah. High. 5.1. But my last you can few be rounds. You can be down in the, the one and a half to two and a half range, can't you? I can't. Ooh, Most of her been as a point five, but Ooh. then about a year and a half ago or so, but right about the COVID, world changed, eh? You want to know how to get your handicap up? It starts with the letter Y. It's called the yips chipping. Oh dear! Oh, oh boy! That's terrible. That is horrifying. And so, uh, yeah, the index skyrocketed. I mean, you can't be missing greens and then chunking them two inches or blading them into the bush. But it's coming back. 
Hey, who are you I taking to your member guest? Have you got someone lined up already? And you know I'm going to try to weasel in on something and some there. No, and actually the, the spot's available too oh, because uh, to my buddy Jamie Koontz was kicking the bag and blew out his Achilles. So Perfect. He's, he's out for about eight oh, months. And can so, he kick the bag? Oh boy, well, yeah, not right now. Whoa. No weight on that. Right. Cooney. Cooney. You get to put me on the, in the, Salads, on the bench for you there. Okay, you want to play? God, yeah. I hear okay. that's unbelievable. This, this it feels is fun. like an off-air awesome. like off conversation. Well, that's what you want to talk about. It's what we want to talk about, well, Dean. I don't think it's for you. I think it's for the listeners. Uh, Dean, I'm outside. Can you let me in to get my tickets? It's very windy. <laughs> don't come down here. Just don't. <laughs> Boom, I won the free water for my lawn package. Can I trade it in for Flames tickets? I'll take you to Denny's for a lumberjack breakfast if you like. I think that's don't, reasonable. Don't, again, don't come down here. It's not. No, no, no. We haven't, we haven't even texted the uh, texted the winner yet. Uh, that is what you want to talk about. Brought to you by Calgary Lock and Safe. <laughs> Operate your locks with the touch of your phone. Upgrade to smart locks with Calgary Lock and Safe. Visit calgarylockandsafe.com. Is today Thursday? Today's Thursday. Today's Thursday. Kevin Woodley Day. In goal magazine. One more day. One more early wake up. It's like, so tomorrow we're going to, so brunt, right? We have Tommy. They got a game Saturday and then they got the Whitecaps coming to town next week. So we'll chat a quick chat with Tommy and then we get the Speargrass Golf Show. Adam Stanley. It's a major kicking off today. Yes. Corey Connors has been unbelievable. Keep an eye on him. And you had a a deep uh, dart throw as well. Oh yeah. Dark horse. Yeah. Keegan Bradley. All right. PJ championship underway this morning. PJ champion. And uh, Rory McIlroy is off to a hot start. (laughs) And straight arrow John Daly off the tee sheet early and looking good. Ooh, he is. Minus two through ten. He won this thing, didn't he? Yeah, he did. One of his majors he won? Yep. All right. You're out of here. Too much golf for Dan. Too much golf. Oh, Max Homa. He's on fire, too. This your boy. See you tomorrow, buddy. (laughs)